Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. to Tapia is popped up into center field into the dusk sky Duran does he see it he doesn't it bounces off the warning track in front of the wall it's going to clear the bases and Tapia's got a great chance at an inside the park home run Verdugo slides picks it up Tapia's going to come home and score easily it's an inside the park grand slam it's 10-0 Toronto and a perfect microcosm of the last two weeks it is that time of night at Fenway Park. Oh, my God. My God. Talk about historically embarrassing. And, Curtis, you and I know historically embarrassing. But here we are at Fenway Park, across from the House of Blues, truly the scene of the crime here at Fenway Park. 28-5, history made last night. At that point, only 10-0 on the Shaws and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. And uh, it is... Um, it is on fire. The building is on. The building is literally on fire. You were swept by the Tampa Bay Rays in a four-game series before the break. You had one Bogarts dash comeback win on a Friday. Then they lost what fourteen to one and thirteen to two. Sale uh, breaks a finger. We had the four-day lull for the All-Star break. Uh, we've not talked to anybody in uh, management this week, and now last night, true history in the making. A franchise record in runs allowed. It is not the major league record. They were two runs away. They couldn't even pull that off. 30 is the mark. Yeah. Uh, The Red Sox, I think my son was born on July 8th. I believe they've won one baseball game during his life. So uh, I don't want to blame James for all of this. What did you think of Evaldi's uh, start uh, Oh, my God. He was extra gassy watching that (laughs) thing last night. But I was a little late arriving. I got here a couple minutes to spare. But uh, I was walking over the carcasses. Look a little sleep deprived, by the way. Uh, Yeah. Not a lot of sleep last night, but. Uh, we're happy to First be here. First, Curtis back together. It's been a month. Yes, it has. I the, missed you. The, the I love paternity this. that wouldn't end. It was a great preemptive paternity. Two weeks <laughs> before the birth. Great job. You surpassed Keith. I know. It was a poorly timed, as always, by me. Not exactly prepared for the right uh, decisions in the, in the right moments. But we're here. I walked over the carcasses of the 22 Red Sox. <laughs> and that was 
Lou Marloni tweeted this morning, and Lou, I think, is the best in Boston on baseball. Excellent job with uh, Fourier and Mago in the afternoon. I happen to disagree with his tweet this morning. He said that if you want your GM to go out and add, you can't play a game like the Sox did last night. If the losses add up this week, you don't. how do you even get mad at Bloom for selling? And that's coming from Lou, who says he wanted them to add, as you've heard him in the afternoon, serious pieces. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the performance of a team that played like they knew their management wasn't invested in their future. And Bloom is fist-pumping like he did earlier in the year. He loves that, doesn't he? That is the, that, that is, uh, the check. That is the blank check to go out and, well, that's poor analogy. He's not going to sign anybody. He's going to trade people. But anyway, right. that, that is the impetus to go and, and sell. Deep into the, into the heart and the loins of Heim Bloom and John Henry, wow. they, were very, for loins. they were very happy with the result last night because that enables them with their four- or five-year plan to turn into, you know, the Astros who continue to be a thorn in baseball side, very good against the Yankees to start the second half. They sucked. They tanked their asses off before they started listening for signals. Yeah. And that's how they got that remarkable run of success. The Red Sox are on their way in process of a tank where you're not trying to lose, but you're not trying to win either by adding key pieces. And it just was so perfect last night. The first pitch Kyle Schwarber saw for the Philadelphia Phillies to start their second half was his 30th home run. Of the Did he jack one last night? Oh, my yep. God. First pitch. God. And you th- there, that remains the Butler scenario, obviously not with the same ramifications. But Butler's benching remains this sort of albatross around the organization of, like, nobody will ever know what happened. Nobody speaks. They've won since, and it still remains this just... Just thing people are, are seeking answers on. Yeah. The Schwarber thing with this management group remains because he fit and checked every box. Yeah. Filled a position of need, was clutch as hell here, played his ass off here, and most importantly, maybe to the organization, to the marketing wing of this building, loved it here. Yeah. Embraced it here, was embraced immediately here. I don't know if he loved it here. He he liked it enough. I mean, he wasn't like he was take, gonna take a hometown discount to stay loved it here. Well, Bogart seems to love it here the, as much as he talks about being willing to work on a deal, all that stuff. But I, but yeah, I would say maybe not love it here. Loved the Northeast baseball environment. Was was really enjoying it. He was he's in Philly yeah. now. He yeah. he's a guy that thrives under pressure. We had Jonathan Papelbon on the morning show yesterday. You asked him that question about what it is in the DNA to work here, to want to be here. He had a great answer about just you know thriving off right. And he that said energy. it wasn't hard on me, and it's because there are just certain people that go into a game, and he was saying, Papelbon yesterday with Greg Hill, that he sucked on day games, partially because he was hungover. Feel you, bud. But the other part is the, the stadium, Fenway, was not really the same atmosphere at a yeah. 1 o'clock getaway day on Tuesday as it was on Sunday night. So that one remains confounding. And I don't know that I've heard an answer. And what that decision with Schwarber is, it's emblematic of the organization, which is they are not invested in now. They would like to be good. They, believe me, you know, we, we saw John Henry pop out from under Fenway Park when they beat the Rays in the ALDS in Game 4. They like to celebrate it, and they, it is a good for this organization, both in terms of TV ratings and revenue, to go deep in the playoffs. But unlike in 3 4 7 maybe even 13, it's not the most important thing to them. They are in charge of many things. There are a lot of entities. There are many things to balance. And it's just an incredibly frustrating time to be watching this team because it really feels like last night we're going to be talking about that game <laughs> for, for years. The 28-5 game. Totally. Your, your boy Brady was uh, 
chucking bad tweets out uh, about it last night. Yeah, but you know the one thing about Bloom, he's going to be on Thursday. I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, can we just promote stop? that? Heim Bloom front office report next Thursday on the Great Hill Show. If we don't uh, get yeah. Heim, we're going to have Michael from Brookline talk about <laughs> sausage sales. Okay, but that's before the trade deadline. But his whole didn't he have he and Sam had a quote about validation of the plan before the year began, right? Last year was a validation of our plan. They not only built up the farm system a little bit in their eyes, we'll see if these guys turn out to be anything, but they also contended, right? They got two wins away from a World Series appearance. And now, what's their plan? Their plan is we're not going to pay sale of all the contracts to guys. We don't want to be so dependent on two guys that when they break down, as they apparently have, we get beat 28-5. to So can't Bloom come on the Greg Hill Show and say, look, we have no depth. We have no pitching in the system. This is what we're trying to fix. We don't want to be at the trade deadline every year having to go out and get Kyle Schwarber. We want to home grow guys and pitchers finally, for once in our freaking lives, have an internal staff that's ready to go and come up. Because Bello the, looks good. <laughs> I mean, Bayo, whatever, however you want okay, to pronounce it. Yeah, not so, not so far. I mean, that's that, that, well, well, he was promoted as the next Pedro. I but, mean, but the sale contract is embarrassing. I think Pedro pitched like that when he was like in the third grade. Do you think the sale contract was a good signing? Of course not. Okay, so. They wasted money on Chris Sale. They don't want to do that again. Ivaldi has fought. The, the wheels have fallen off Ivaldi. He gave up nine urn last night. So if you go out to a nice restaurant and the food's bad, you're never going out for, to, for a nice dinner again? You have to have a plethora of restaurants to choose from is the point. They can't go all in on. I mean, I would love it if they could. The Dodgers apparently can. They can do both. They can spend you know, out the wazoo on every uh, free agent out there. Isn't it amazing in L.A. where their teams just care about winning, not really much about their profit margin? I mean, it'd be nice to root for a team like that. But I think they, they – it's not that they don't care about winning. So you get hung up on the Penguins thing, the profit margin. Not, well, I mean, I just bring it up because last night I tweet out something simple about Schwarber and, like, you know, why can't we get players like that to go after the great Bob Lobel? But a guy replies saying it's easy to say when it's not your check you have to write. Well, I would have said let's not buy another sports franchise in Pittsburgh and then get them to play at our baseball stadium for the Winter Classic, I'll actually fix my time and, 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 and place my intentions in money and effort and spending onto the Boston Red Sox. But serious question, though. I'm not trying to be a contrarian here. If you have a business and you have a lot of different hands and a lot of different pies, and you have one business that's not doing well and the other business does well, that helps the overall company. You can draw from one and pay the other. Isn't that the plan with Liverpool, the Penguins, having a big ownership group in the long term, yeah, they had to shell out money for the Penguins this year. Maybe one year the Red Sox aren't doing well. They take money from the Penguins pot, and they put it over to the Red Sox of roster. Of course. John Henry is a brilliant man. I am not. And I don't know how to – I'm awful financially. You're a river school guy. You're a smart I mean, guy. I, I, I would have no clue how to sell and trade soybeans into billions of dollars. <laughs> that, my friend, requires true intelligence. However, I've, I'm a sports guy. I don't like talking – I'm just sports, baseball. Mm. That's my thing. Almost too much sports. I mean, whew. I, we, I, James and I were playing RBI baseball last night. Kicked my ass. So the real issue here is that I don't give a damn about his diversified portfolio. I could care less about hearing, I could not care less, about hearing really, really wealthy people talk about how they make more money. I find that to be the top of But board. you do care if the roster is good someday. Right. And they're but, winning. But in order to and own... And this is to get to that end. Right. And Ken, you're making perfectly logical points. To be successful in Boston, you can't be detached you just can't. There's so much energy, passion, and loyalty that has been spent and devoted to this organization that when you then partner with people like LeBron James, when you buy a rival of the Bruins hockey team, when you don't speak, when you don't face accountability. Oh, he talked to Alex Spear. 
Okay, exactly. When you have your own newspaper, <laughs> having Gary Washburn, a base basketball guy, write a column saying you don't win paying high-priced free agents, it's all just wrong. It is not what I want. It's not it, all wrong. It is. Just for me, it is. They are wearing it short-term, and I would agree. How is he wearing it? Well, they're, they're wearing a 28-5. You don't think that's an embarrassment to the organization? No. And, I, no. and it's affecting Cora. You they be- may lose the manager. That's going to Right. Ken, you began the show saying they were happy. Now you're saying they were embarrassed. Well, Heim's, uh, Heim's happy. It, you you don't think he, John Henry was happy? If, if, so Heim's not doing Henry's bidding? Well, they may, yeah, you, they may be internally happy, yeah. But, last, but, but they're not showing <laughs> well, their what? face for a, couple day, for a couple days. Oh, no, that's unlike anything else. I mean, Ron Renicki was here. He was dead half the season. Nobody had to face accountability. By the way, uh, we are broadcasting the Ken and Curtis show. From our Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio, we are here before Red Sox weekend home games, brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and Ford trucks, the official truck of the Red Sox. And it is Alec Manoa who is outstanding for the Jays today at 410 against Cutter Crawford, the poor guy who had a lead against the uh, Tampa Rays before the All-Star break, and they kept him in too long in the seventh. But this could get even worse tonight. But the historically embarrassing night, how does it manifest itself to you? Does, does this, is ownership happy at this? Is Bloom happy? Does this affect them in terms of what they're doing over the next two weeks? Was that already done? 617-779-7937. In terms of the particulars last night, you have got to hear this answer from Jaron Duran. Oh. That play-by-play highlight that we played starting the show. If I were, I don't know who gets to make this decision, if it's Haim, if it's Alex, if it's whomever. I would have Duran on the first bus, not to Worcester, <laughs> to Greenville. Because I'm sure it's lovely in, in July in Greenville. Well, okay, they've had like... 15 dropped pop flies in the last two weeks. It's one thing to have a miscue on the field. This answer is absolutely perplexing. I, it is so magnificent in its perplexingness. Uh, you've, you've got to stick around There's here. no way Jaron Duran knows what perplexing means. Okay, uh, we'll hear from that. I think uh, Dr. Nick, who's got trending, has some Alex Cora for your trending now. But we'll hear from uh, uh, Jaron Duran. On the way, a four-hour Ken and Curtis show back together again. Here's what's trending. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Chapman, first ball swing, pops it up out in front of the plate. Vasquez, they dropped the ball. Vasquez looked like he was taking charge. He moved out of the way, thinking that either Devers or Orr were going to catch it. Dropped right in between the three of them. The Boo Birds really let the Red Sox have it, and they should. And that's just awful. One strike pitch, little pop fly. It's going to fall in shallow right in front of Jackie. One run scores as Gurriel crossed the plate. They'll all move 90 feet. Now he drives onto the wall and left. Bidding for his second grand slam of the night, a tie off the wall. Two runs have scored. Toppy is into second with a double. Jansen to third. It's a six RBI night for Tapia. And it's 19 to three, Toronto. Line drive to left. Verdugo's got to play it off the wall. And Cam's back past him. Jansen scores. Tapia scores. And Verdugo to add insult to injury, whatever you want to call it, slipped and fell as he went to pick up the ball in left field. Sean. Sean has been on the call. Sean McDonough went to New York. His first road trip for us, I think, Yankee Stadium. He was there for the 14-1, 13-2 games. And then last night he's in there, Curtis, for the oh. historic 11-run fifth. Now, this game had a lot of history. 28-5 Jays over the Red Sox last night. Franchise record of runs allowed, if that's not enough. They had either 29 or 30 hits. At first it was reported as 30 hits allowed, but now I see 29. So I don't know what's the truth there. But in terms of that inning, you had... 11 runs on 10 hits, all with two outs. 12 straight batters reached base. And it's, it led to the first time since 1979, all nine starters from a team had multiple hits and multiple runs. And there was history all over the place with this thing last night. But also part of it, going back to the third, the seven-run third, you had the, the seven-run third and the 11-run fifth, you have Duran, <coughs> Jaron Duran at center, dropping the fly ball. Awful. Okay. Not dropping it. He didn't see it. Fine. Well, He's standing there. That, that's fine. I mean, uh-huh. we can all agree. I know we're going to get to his audio, his sound post game, but I don't think the reaction to him had very much to do with the inability to, to see a ball. It's a late, you know, where the sun was, whatever. Like, I, that happens. We've seen it happen to great players. It happens. Although Papabon says, he tweeted last night, this should never happen in your home park. Just totally inexcusable. I, you should never lose a fly ball in your park, light sun, whatever. You, Ken Lair, need to hire him as soon as oh, possible. Oh, God, is he good? I mean, if he's going to be like this, he's, he's, the, he's Kurt Schilling without being an a-hole. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's funny, interesting, and has credibility without making half the audience despise him. So hopefully he can join WEI. But that's fine. I, I, obviously, I defer to Papelbon. It's not like he's played here for years. I mean, he's a rookie. He hasn't been here the whole year. Yeah, true. I'm not going to give him that much hard time for that. However... The behavior immediately after, I can picture the great Darren Sullivan, my baseball coach at Rivers, Sully, the greatest guy in the world, screaming at whoever did that and telling them just to go home. Go home right now. I don't want to see you. I want you to be off the baseball field. You are a disgrace to the sport of baseball. And that he did that. And he wasn't humbled at all to just say, you know what? I was embarrassed. My bad. Whatever. You know, we all make mistakes. I've made a million. You can just be human 
for a second. But that reaction. Well, I want to hear the I want to hear the verbal of this. Oh, okay. Now here's so here's Duran was asked what happened. Here, here's what he said. Doogie was right there already. You know, obviously I should have taken a step or two, but he was already going to beat me to the ball. So you know, I just didn't want to get in his way. You know, <laughs> what if I sprinted to it and collided with him or something like that? You know, but you know, next time I know to take one or two steps. You know, but he was already going to beat me to the ball. <laughs> what? Unbelievable. Is he talking? Is is are they are we? T- are we sure that's the answer to the what happened on the fly ball that went over your head? I didn't want to get in Doogie's way. <laughs> what if I sprinted and collided with him or something? There are some days I wish we were back in 0304, and this is one of them, because the city would have been out for blood. Like, that type of reaction would have been a scarlet letter across his chest for eternity. Now, can we, can we just hear that again? That is so magnificent of just cluelessness or it's just an outright lie or I don't know what it is I mean obviously he's embarrassed I mean it's a t- you give him credit I guess for talking but here's his explanation for why he didn't see the ball and then go after the ball Doogie was right there already you know <laughs> obviously I should have taken a step or two but he was already going to beat me to the ball so you know I just didn't want to get in his way you know what if I sprinted to it and collided with him or something like that you know but you know next time I know to take one or two steps you know but he was already going to beat me to the ball that's, that's like one of the quotes of the year. You know what I would have him do if I were in charge of the Red Sox? I would have him get on a bus to Cooperstown <laughs> today, and his job all weekend would be to fan David when he's doing his speech, when he's out answering questions, just to have a little fan to cool off David. That well, would be... well, honestly, they should demote him today, just to send a message, right? I mean, not, maybe nothing personal, whatever, just a message sender, just look, you're not ready. I, I would that put, is, you know, I would put him in the lineup, and then I'd scratch him and say that he was in the way of Doogie. <laughs> God, my what a complete and utter buffoon! How are you that? How do you lack that self awareness at this level? I mean, you have to be pretty damn mentally strong to reach Major League Baseball. It's a very tough process. Talk to Lou about it. He's you know chapter and verse. It's it's not easy. It's incredibly difficult. You're the best of the best, and you're and you have made it to the the pantheon of the sport. But to do that, the first game back, the game wasn't totally out of reach. Well, no. There were two outs. It would have been the last out of the inning. Six nothing. You can come back from that. Absolutely. They scored five runs. I mean, yep. who's to say? And then you just allow it. And, <laughs> and you have no – and that was probably three hours before the question came. Yeah, yeah. You had three hours to ponder it. And, and that's what you come up with. Basically, he's defiant in that answer. Honestly, he, I did nothing wrong. Honestly, if I'm Cora, I, I would have just walked over and said, no, that's not it. Go back outside. You're going to correct the record. Let's talk again. Good job by Zeke Telemaco, our reporter who stayed around and got that audio last night. I want to give him some props. Excellent. Bradfoe also had a, a chat with Bogarts, which I want to play later in the show. It was interesting, talking about whether he's going to take his time and take in the sights a little more over the next couple of weeks. And his answer is pretty interesting. And it's, you know, it must be, maybe there is something to the, the players are rattled by all this discussion of contracts. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't rule that out completely. It seems a little bit far-fetched because most of this has been pitching sucks, right? It's just your starters are not good enough. Okay, Bayo's so not good enough. I'm, uh, not, I'm not giving Duran an excuse, believe me. I still think he should be Ortiz's lackey all weekend in Cooperstown. Go fetch him lunch and yeah. you know, take care of him. But if you're a young star or what you believe to be a young up-and-coming star in this organization and you see that they're fussing around with Devers and Bogarts, you decide to stand there, let the ball go over. No, your head, I, th- and then, I don't and think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's a conscious decision. But of course, I would say possibly sarcastic. I mean, um, subconsciously that you would be st- you'd be watching this game. So if they're not going to pay these two guys, one 
is a cornerstone leader of this organization. The other is a top three hitter and young hitter in baseball. Yeah. And they're two hundred million apart from them contractually. What's the point of thriving here? I don't think it's an excuse that I would accept, but it's something that I would tacit, I would sort of understand. And I would also say that this is what happens when you have the Billy Bean baseball approach, which is that these guys are not humans. They're just statistical creations yeah. that get on base at this percent, that get these balls at this percent, that removes the entire mental aspect of it. Well, particularly Bogarts, right? Because he is, everybody would you know, say first answer, he's their team leader. And it appears they're effing with him. It appears he's gone. Most people seem to think he'll ride out the year and then he'll be gone. Correct? Of course. So and, that has got to have some kind of an impact on everybody in the room. And what did we say at the start of the season on this show about Cora? That his job was made much more difficult because of the issues with Bogarts, who was really an extension of him in the dugout. Yeah, yeah. And so that's got to be more further frayed. Secondly, you have the, um, the organization, what we were just doing with Duran. I just lost my thought. Well, I mean, I just it's a tough it Cora's under he's he's in a tough spot right now. This is one one of his toughest challenges. Obviously, he had to come back from the cheating and and everything else. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I just just finish the thought. How does he handle guys who are not locked in? Duran's not locked in. He's acting like a jackass in the post game. What's does Cora support him or does he come down on him like a Bruce Cassidy sort of thing? Or is he pissed off at Bloom enough where he that disconnect between the front office and the manager starts to show itself on the field as well. Right. Maybe it is already. I don't know. And so we've seen two guys in the big leagues this year who I, I bet you if you got Heim Bloom's true big board up in his office here, that would be untouchable. Jaron Duran and Bayo, right? Two guys that are top prospects that have been highly touted through the farm, correct? Yeah, I think Bayo's dropped a couple slots in the prospect. But my range. point exactly. But, yes. but when you build everything off of these prospects – you don't know a damn thing until they get here, yeah, and yeah. they face adversity. Well, that's so, why they want more of them. That's why they want 10 to 15, 10 right. Bay Rays-esque. But, but none of them will be Devers. Nobody's going to be Devers. Huh? Okay, so the Red Sox have had a Devers in my lifetime. Okay, so Tampa had Wander Franco. He's hurt now, but he, he came up and was And, and they t- they've star. been taking at the top of the draft for how long? Yeah, but they had McClanahan, ace pitcher, just shut their ass down before the All-Star. Right. Break. There's and then, another one. Right, so did Kerry Wood, and then he lasted a year. I mean, you can okay, go up and down pitchers, Strasburg. You can go all through guys that, that crap out. No, I see what you're saying. You no, don't know so, until they get there. It is a tough thing to project. So I'll take Bogarts as he ages and may have declined over an unknown prospect. Yeah. And I know who Bogarts is. So after the game, if that happened to Xander Bogarts, he wouldn't be saying, oh, I didn't want to get Devers' way. You know, I just wanted to stand there and count, you know, how many clouds were above center field. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is I would ask Bloom on Thursday. Hopefully he joins us with the Greg Hill Show. I would say, why is David Ortiz a Hall of Famer? And I would ask him about, you know, that whole side of David Ortiz, which is everything Billy Bean and his ilk dismiss. Winning, clutch, leadership, big spots. You have him on that team. You know, you talk to guys 0407, 13, who talked about what Ortiz meant. I think Jake Peavy spoke about it after that World Series, about how when they were, they were down one game to none, down four runs, eighth inning, about to lose the grip of the series and about to fly to Comerica down 2-0. And then, boom, Ortiz at the dish, bomb off Zumaya, grand slam, changed the whole shape of the series. And Ortiz is a Hall of Famer because he's the most clutch hitter in the history of the sport. But Heim Bloom discounts that. Eh, Ortiz is a separate animal. This this is the most impactful Red Sox of all time. So that's the gold standard. I hear what you're saying. But it's not like Bogarts is Ortiz. But Ortiz wasn't a top prospect. Ortiz wasn't a Jaron Duran. He wasn't, 
you know, an up and coming guy that we were all anticipating. He right, was created by the Twins. But it sounds like you're comparing Xander to Ortiz. What, like no, if well, Ortiz was here in this position, Bogarts is in. Right, at that I would, age, they're keeping him. I would say that uh, Xander Bogarts' mentor is David Ortiz. And that Xander has evolved into a leader using a lot of the lessons he gained through working with David Ortiz as a member of this organization. And when you start thinking that those guys are kind of, eh, you know, how much are they really worth? You know, what's their value? Well, I have a text here, 774. Stop saying Bogarts is a leader. What else does he give you for 30 plus million a year? So obviously not everybody's on board. Okay, yeah, let's make sure that John Henry has 30 more million bucks. That'll make me feel better. I'll <laughs> well, sleep well at night. Well, they said it, they paid it the story, and they're going to, yep, you know. And, and Malkin. Yeah, and James uh, Paxton, or whatever his name is, that's not healthy. Whatever they, what but, they but, give $10 but million to. The notion that you can dismiss Clutch has always been so laughable, and there's a portion of Clutch that is also playing in Boston. Papelbon, huge Clutch guy, right? Was it impacted? In fact, he thrived in those moments. Mm-hmm. And you don't know who those guys are until they're here. So there's, you know, what is it? Uh, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. When you have a guy here that knows that they can, that you know can play here, no matter what the moment is, yeah, it's valuable and it's more valuable here than it is in Kansas City. Well, since we're talking about Bogarts, let's play the Bradfo uh, Bogarts uh, sound. This is about a minute long, Nick. If you have it ready, let me know. Um, so uh, this is before the game now, and basically he's just uh, Rob's just trying to get from Bogarts what his mindset is in terms of it's the August second is the trade deadline. Are you, you know, trying to be, Rob's trying to probe here. Oh, wait, did see. you say Story? Story and Bogarts are the same age. Yeah, yeah. But one is the best defensive uh, second baseman in the league, and the other yeah. is not, according to Alex Cora. And Jaron Duran, I think, is a pretty, high, pretty highly rated center fielder. How'd that look? But is this the last week uh, or so of Bogarts? He has a no-trade clause. He would have to approve any deal out of here. But obviously, uh, he's on the verge of opting out at the end of the season at the, uh, at the latest. So here's what he said to Rob yesterday. Is there an element, knowing like sort of this uncertainty, everything, will you soak in these days even more? Mm, no, no. Uh, uh, so far, it hasn't kicked in like that yet. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, just trying to be in the moment and not trying to get that distraction or anything like that. But I mean, I feel like when you get closer to the wire, you know, closer to the, the finish line, maybe that that'll start to kick in a little bit more. But I mean, now we have so much going on, it's kind of hard to think of that. So we don't know what the wire is. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Look, uh, <laughs> you just take it one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. Hopefully the wire is, I mean, obviously at the end of the year, and then you see what happens. Obviously everyone knows how long I'll be here, but you know how, how, how all that's going to play out. But, but yeah, I, don't, I, I haven't had that thought yet. I mean, yeah, no, not, not yet. If I did, I would have told you. I mean, I don't care, but I haven't yet. Yeah, I just remember, I mean, other players who I talked like, mm-hmm. I remember them thinking that. I mean, it's just... Yeah, but, I mean, the way our season has been, it's just like... It's, you, you, have to, you have to take one day at a time, right? Yeah, it's really hard for, for me to just think of that in the midst of everything that we have going on right now as a team. It's, it's, it's kind of hard. So Bogarts is not biting that he's taking the extra lap to look around Fenway or giving no sense there, Curtis, from what I could hear, that he thinks he's going to be traded in the next week. Now, that's before you could beat 28-5. to five. But yeah, good well, answer yeah. from a leader. I mean, that's a, that's a good answer from Bogarts. That's, I would think as a Red Sox fan, that's part why you love him and want him to stay if you do. Right. And, you know, we've had – it's just going to be an incredible – it's fascinating the next couple of weeks because obviously last night continues to move the needle in the direction of selling that 
There's a lot of teams ahead of them that, you know, the, the Toronto Blue Jays have not played their best baseball yet. They seem to be more talented than their record would indicate. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of people between them and the playoffs. I think teams like the Mariners will sort of dissipate. You know, that was, what was it, what, 13, 14 in a row? Right now, Red Sox are three back in the wild card. They trail Toronto and Cleveland to get to that third wild card. So I think the threshold for them to be true okay with dealing is five games. If they are five or more out of the wild card on or around August 2nd, then the team will sell off. And oh, I think they've, I think they've had enough info. Bloom has plenty of enough information. So you think they, they are moving a on. game out of the wild card? And I think, sell I think they're going to trade Evaldi. I think they're going to trade Bogarts. A game out. Yes. I mean, what's the, who, who is their starting rotation at a three-game wild card playoff series? Ken, I'm not disagreeing. They don't have the arms. I don't believe them to be World I'm very ha- happy I can't bet here because I might have a week or two ago put a couple bucks <laughs> on them winning the old World Series. But uh, They are now 3-8 and eight against Toronto. They can't beat Gossman. Today, ha- they're not going to beat Alec Manoa. They haven't won a series in their division. Gossman and Manoa will shut their ass down in a wild card series. Ken, not disagreeing with the talent ability, with the ability of this team. Not at all. So, what I'm saying so the is, evidence is in. The, the next week is meaningless. Meaningless. You just got beat 28-5. Bloom is selling. It's over. Okay, so nothing they can do between now and August nothing. 2nd will get them off that. Against Cleveland and Milwaukee? So then, then they have to trade Xander. Yes. So you think... Well, if he, I mean, he could say, I don't want to be traded. And then you, have no, you can't... I mean, he's a no-trade clause, so he, he might say, I'm not going. Okay. So then well, you're screwed. But So then, well, then it'll be a news story if they ask Xander if they can trade him either way. Yep. So you think that that conversation will be had? Yes, in the next week. And how do you think the reaction will be? I think Red Sox fans are smart enough to realize this team's not good enough, and they won't be that pissed as long, it, as, it, Devers, as, long as Devers is staying. And Xander's, and, and Xander's not a solution for this. Xander's not a solution for this. What do you mean by that? What ills the team going forward? You think they'll be better without him? Well, here's a text that just comes in and says, if Bogarts is a great leader, why is this team cashed out? 603 texter. Shouldn't he be bringing them together? He is not David Ortiz. The 2009 Patriots, you know, had Tom Brady. They had a great roster. I mean, a great bunch of leaders around them. They stunk. They got their butt kicked by the Ravens. They weren't a very good team. There are certain things that great leaders... Just can't overcome. Just like the Red Sox every year with David Ortiz weren't a great team. Wasn't Ortiz on the 2011 Red Sox? Mm-hmm. Chicken and beer. Mm-hmm. So we say he's a great leader. Where was he? Yeah, sometimes it's just, yeah, I mean, I think that's true. Right. Uh, if Bogarts is, <laughs> it's not Bogarts' fault that Evaldi can't pitch, that Bayo's not ready, that Pavetta has fallen off the cliff. Like, these games have been over in the first inning. I mean, didn't the Sale Red... had a ball go off his finger. They, they lose that game 13-2. to two. It was over in the, like, the first half inning. Correct me if I'm wrong. I was very heavily drinking during this period. But <laughs> what? Didn't the Red Sox... This last week? <laughs> Please, God, no. <laughs> no. Uh, 09, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Red Sox didn't win a playoff game for four consecutive years, correct? Yeah. They got swept in 09 by the White Sox. They didn't win in 10, 11, 12, won the World Series in 13. So, and I believe 12 was the Bobby Valentine year. Why wasn't David Ortiz a good leader with Bobby V? Those are consecutive dumpster fire years. Okay, but do you believe Bogarts is worth the contract he's asking for? Yes. You would pay it. $300 Absolutely. Million. Absolutely. It's the cost of doing business. Ugh. Either, either do that or cut prices. You pick. Yeah, well, they're not gonna, they don't have to do that because Fenway's going to sell out. This park is beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's going to be banging in September when they're 10 games out of the wild card and Xander's gone. I think it will actually. I mean, as long as they're hanging around the mix. I, you think people will riot if they trade Bogarts? I don't think so. Riot? No, I would hope they don't riot. I would say that there will be people that are uh, disgusted with the organization, that he is not the ills. And, and you know what's going to come out? 
there's going to be that Bob Holer story about, you know, Xander actually didn't tip his, you know, uh, his housekeeper on road trips. Like, there's going to be nonsense spewed like that. So I am incredibly disappointed. I find it to be, the, we'll combine Schwarber not being re-signed. You're right on Schwarber. That is perplexing beyond belief. And... Well, because they don't give a damn about winning right now. Schwarber is not a long-term solution. What was their baseball explanation for that? Did that, they give one? They said that they tried and he didn't want to come. Was basically, but I they, that is a lie. Then I mean, they didn't try. They weren't even close. Uh, listen, I, so in ter- that's a lie. What is the internal baseball reason they didn't bring Schwarber back? I don't know. Is it like was when it money? They, like they were paying that story? They didn't. They didn't have enough money. Is that, it like when the wife took over the team and wanted to move them from Cleveland and Major League? I don't know. But it's a whatever happened is indefensible. Secondly, saying you want Story over Bogarts, a guy who has never played here, who is playing out of position, you're redundant when you don't have a first baseman or a closer, and you use him to leverage your most important leader out of his role. Like, Curtis obviously wants Bogarts to be extended. Yes. But the question is this. If Bloom doesn't do that, and they sell, if they trade Bogarts here in the next week, are you okay with it? What's your reaction? Based on the way the team is playing... Is Bloom, basically, is, is he well within his rights and reason to trade Bogarts now? 617-779-7937. is Ken and Curtis. We are at the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio at Fenway Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. 
We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Obviously loved in Boston. Were you surprised at their approach to you in the offseason? And do you think that you were coming back? <laughs> um, one, yes, I, I love my time in Boston. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, you know, and in the offseason, it was, you know, didn't really get to hear much after the, the lockout. But Didn't hear much after the lockout. That's Schwarber. A rare thing Curtis and I agree on. No matter how you spin the bloom plan, the rebuilding, the long term, the uh, sell at the deadline, whatever, why Schwarber didn't come back is beyond belief. And they said they didn't even talk to him after the lockout. What, basically, what, Rob Bradford there. Good job by Bradford out in L.A. What would you say a massive hole on this team would be? I would say several corner power. I mean, a first base power. If you had a guy at first Bob, base, Bobby D's not delivering for you. No. Bobby Dahlbeck, holy cow, he's Brian Dahlbeck's like worst brother. We could just, just say mediocre. first base in general. I mean, your starting catcher was playing first base last night, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's well, yeah, he he paid off. Put Vasquez catcher. Like we kind of, it's sort of a charm of Belichick that he almost intentionally doesn't fill needs you think they have, and then finds a way to do it. But he's won six titles. Like I'm Bloom's trying to do that without any of the credibility. Well, what's he going to do with Bogart? 617-779-7937. Uh, 860-Texter, I blame ownership for the Red Sox crappy season. They brought Bloom in to rebuild the team like Tampa Bay instead of winning now. Now, that's kind of the sentiments that Papelbon had yesterday. That's going to embolden a lot of that take right there. The stuff that Papelbon said yesterday on the Greg Hill Show. Awesome. Check it out on the Odyssey app on the Greg Hill Show uh, podcast page. And do you think, I'm not saying that Papelbon is buddies with Jaron Duran or anybody really, but do you think Papelbon and those guys may have a sort of feel of the clubhouse? You know, I, I feel like Papelbon knows what these He definitely guys has are. a feel of what baseball players are thinking. Right. So, I mean, he's not exactly a Mensa candidate, but <laughs> when it comes to this, he's brilliant. And I thought he was spot on yesterday. All right, let's go to Kevin in New Hampshire. You're going to have to pull him up, I think. Nick. I got him. There he is. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Ken Curtis. Love the show. I just want to throw something out there real quick. Why, I was wondering, why can't the Red Sox just like pay like three years, like $50 million, $55 million for Devers? You know, get in with the money, get out real quick. But if, I think if they lose Bogarts, they lose that connection that they've established since 2004. Ortiz, you know, Ellsbury, Pedroia, Ortiz still there. Bogarts comes in, learns from him. Devers learns from him. If they lose Bogarts and Devers, I think they lose the whole connection from 2004, and they're just a, a blank team, you know? So you And you think that'll show up how? People with uh, lack of sellouts, I think the, I think the clubhouse, I think the, well, I think the clubhouse will be blown up. They won't know. The players won't trust the front office. They're probably sitting down there. They're all talking, you know? They're yeah. talking, you know, they went to the All-Star game. They talked. They talked to, you know, Mookie. You know, they probably they all probably feel the same way. And I'm sure those guys in the clubhouse are soured that they're treating their stars this way. Yeah. That's a good point, Kevin. Thanks for the call. I, you don't know how that's going to manifest itself long-term, right? So let's say they trade Bogarts. They, they've traded Mookie. They got past that, right? So you're going to get somebody back for it. They'll have their star still endeavors next year. They'll have story. They'll have guys to market. Well, they got past that. I mean, would you have liked Mookie in center last night or Jaron Duran? <laughs> uh, I like Verdugo. I'm a Verdugo guy. And it's a good you, return. Did they, have they won anything since Mookie left? Jeter Downs had a big week before the All-Star break. I don't know if you sure you saw that. By the way, uh, I couldn't put James to bed last night worth <laughs> anything. I put on that awful documentary about Derek Jeter right to bed. Loved it.
He fell asleep. That bad? Oh. We should ask Papelbon about that. He was outspoken about the Jeter. I know. I said that to we ran out of time. the studio, but anyway. we had to, he was so long-winded and so good, we couldn't quite get it in. Derek and Quincy on Bogarts. Should they sign him? Hi, Derek. Yeah, I absolutely think they should sign him. To me, he's very much the Patrice Bergeron of the Red Sox. He does all the right things, says all the right things. He plays hurt. Uh, I just don't understand. I think it sends a terrible message to the organization to not sign him. I agree. He's everything you want in a prospect, everything you want someone to develop into on your roster. He's humble. He's accountable. Great analogy with, with Bergeron, Troy Brown, and other guys similar in that regard in terms of Boston history. He wins. He plays it the right way. He's not a, a screaming guy. You know, He's not like Ortiz in 2013 in St. Louis in the World Series convening a meeting and yelling at everyone. That's but, not exactly his way. But, but you would admit there's not like, for, for the Bruins example, they got rid of Chara at some point, right? There was a point, not saying Bogarts is 29. He's not 42. Chara so is not, a not great, the leader. I don't think. He was a, he, oh. not the leader. He was the captain. It was in his contract that he was to be named captain. <laughs> what, what are you, you're saying Chara was a fake leader? Slightly. Wow. I thought he was I, – I, I always You were in tune was, with that team. God. I mean, I covered the Bruins frontward and backward. <laughs> Which one, did you and Dupes have a big discussion about oh, that? Oh, me and Mick Collagio were screaming at each other at the, uh, the fours. We should have had people. you on a skate podcast. Yeah, I mean, he was a leader, but I thought it was a little overdone. Everybody's like, the Stanley Cup is going to reach a peak it has never reached before. <laughs> but the point is every team has quote-unquote leaders that at some point they move on from. Obviously, you don't want to get into Brady. Maybe we'll do that later. But – uh. There are, and I mean, do the Patriots look slightly rudderless without that leader? Not even talking oh, about the quarterback? Mac attack, Air Mac, Mac Sauce, baby. Reported early this week. And I Big saw, week. I saw this week, Mac 10 leader was trademarked as well. <laughs> Can we get into a little Patriots on the way? I, I really, you didn't get a good answer to my theory on the coordinator yesterday. I had a hot take on the Greg Hill show yesterday, hot lead. I don't, I honestly, it's a good lead. half the time I'm sleeping in my mind, so I'll, I'll try and remember it. Um, but anyway, real quick to finish up the thought. So back to the analogy. Is Bogarts Bergeron? Do you think the average Boston sports fan thinks of Bogarts the same way he does Bergeron? Yeah. I mean, all-time, all-time player, banner in the rafters type of guy. Bogarts has won twice as many titles. How many Selkies? Uh, I think Bogarts may get the Selkie this year. I have my fingers crossed. I don't know. I, I think Bogarts is a good leader. I don't think he's – he's obviously a good hitter. He's, I don't want to diminish him. The problem with this argument, the counterargument is, you're arguing for John Henry's money. Because the, the, you're saying, why don't they sign him long-term? Well, it's too much money. We don't want to invest in that contract. It's like the Pedroia thing, right? If you believe they gave Pedroia too many years, too much money, and it handcuffed the organization, that's kind of what you have to go by. What is the and you're saying it was worth it. Okay. Pedroia. Yes. Good signing. I don't care about the money at the back end. This is the time Chris Sale was supposed to be performing. He's really not going to be worth it in three years. You know, if you win when you get your money, Manny Ramirez... I went through it yesterday. People who make up the nonsensical claim that signing free agents, even on your own roster, is not how you win. Hey, how'd the Yankees do re-signing Derek Jeter all those years? How'd the Red Sox do after they gave eight years 160 to Manny Ramirez? Do they win in 04 and 07 without Manny Ramirez? Hell no. Do they win in 13 without uh, John Lackey, a much ballyhooed signing? I was bellyaching about it forever. He was balls that playoff. They don't win without David Price in 2018. Do they? Uh, no. They so don't. then what are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about contracts that – bad contracts. Right. Bad contracts in your 30s. And that, you know what it's all about? Go wrong. The unspoken thing when we talk about what the privilege is of being a Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers fan, it's not that you can sign guys. Everybody can sign a big free agent. 
It's that you can sign Pablo Sandoval and still win when you're paying him to play elsewhere. It's that you can make mistakes like the Yankees did with Ellsbury and still win at a high level. But, the, but we know the Red Sox ownership group is not that. They, <laughs> they could be, but they're not, right? You would admit they're not. The Patriots, we think, had a good offseason last year. They, made, they basically hit 500 in free agency, and they improved by three games year over year. Mm-hmm. So you, free, people hit free agency because the team they were on didn't think they were worth whatever other people are going to pay them. Right. So exactly. That's it, what Bloom is saying. It, I don't want to be reliant on that. You, I want to build the farm system. But he, we know who Xander Bogarts is. He's not a free agent that's never played here. <laughs> yes, but if you Who is Raphael Devers? Do you think he's a fraud? Do you think he's not who he is right They're now? They're going to sign Devers, and they draft him. So why, are they, why are they using a Matt Olson comparison? Who Sean McDonough called out during the broadcast last night saying that, that if that's true, that it's insulting to, to uh, Rafael Devers? Yeah, it's a starting point. And then you get people saying, I'm yeah, towing the line for the organization. How do you defend that? Text. How do you defend that? It's a starting point? It's a negotiation. Okay, is there a chance in hell he's going to sign that? Is it smart business to just give everybody a blank check and say, you just write nope. down what money you want? Ex- great question. No, you should do that for Xander, Raphael, and me. Okay. <laughs> 617-779-7937. Keep this talk going. Should Bloom extend Bogarts after watching 28-5 last night, or is this uh, impetus to go ahead and sell in the next week? And my hot offensive coordinator take for the Patriots, which I want Curtis's response to, which is right on the money from yesterday on The Great Hill Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
O'Reilly.